We'll top it to the morning to ya. So happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Welcome to Drew Code Sports Talk. I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his living room slash kitchen is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody, how are you doing? Good, man. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Good job on the, uh, what was that, a leprechaun or is that Conor McGregor? What were you going there? What were you going for? That was just my Irish accent. Don't worry about it. Thank God that only comes out once a year. <laughs> Sometimes twice. All right, guys. Well, we have had a crazy, crazy week. Uh, not because uh, everyone is basically having to stay inside, but uh, we've had a crazy week because, well, the NFL free agency has started. There has been trades. There has been some big signings. Um, you know, we heard about, I think everyone around the world heard about uh, Tom Brady saying goodbye to New England. So, Cody, there is a lot to get to. I'm so excited because I haven't watched sports. I've been watching Netflix and Hulu and CNN. And <laughs> I I just need, I need sports and thank God it, it's semi back. So let's get going. All right, Cody. Well, free agency has started. Um, there's not really anything that I really wanted to start with. Um, so I was really just going to ask you what kind of um, maybe certain transactions that happened uh, that you saw or um, that you were shocked or that you just wanted to talk about. What are some transactions that you were uh, really wanted to get uh, really wanted to talk about? Well, there's a lot of them actually that have happened. I think the one theme that we can go with is how about quarterbacks on the move is a good one. Um, First, we'll even start with just the biggest fish in the pond that happened uh, uh, in free agency today, which is Tom Brady going to the Bucks. I think. Uh, wait, you I, what? Wait, I'm just kidding. Did you I'm not just kidding. Quarantine has got you insane. Are you? Do you even watch TV anymore? I'm just kidding. Um, All I'm doing is on Twitter the whole, the whole time trying to figure out what's happening. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah, exactly, what's next? exactly. I did that like four times because I was up early this morning and that's when it first popped up and so i was refreshing the whole time to make sure that it was true oh my gosh like, refresh my, faster <laughs> i had my phone on with twitter refreshing as i'm trying to get work done so yeah i, I felt <laughs> yeah. on that one so anyway so again tom brady's going to the buccaneers um you know they seem to be a quiet front runner or a quiet candidate um you know months ago when this is all kind of uh starting you know because they had Jameis winston they were going to get a pretty they're pretty high draft pick, I'd, I'd say. And, uh, you know, you got Bruce Arians there. It doesn't – I don't know. For some reason, the Buccaneers just didn't seem like a team that had what Tom was wanting, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I would have thought the Chargers would have gotten him. But anyway, so the Bucks got Tom Brady. And then Phillip Rivers to the Colts. I think you and I both kind of called that one. And it was kind of the writing was on the wall. So yeah, it made a lot yeah. of sense for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Teddy Bridgewater going to North Carolina. I'm actually not surprised on this one. Um, I'm curious to see how it'll be. I don't think he's got very many weapons though. So other than McCaffrey, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and then one I think is the most hilarious is, um, the Carolina Panthers granting Cam Newton to seek a trade when he didn't ask for a trade. So yeah. I think that one was pretty interesting, but I think from, from my opinion, the quarterbacks were probably the most interesting on where they went. Um, you know, the Raiders, the Raiders had seven big signings between um, yesterday and today. 
you mm-hmm. and I were texting back and forth about some of them that we liked and we did not like. So I think I definitely think that you'll probably touch base on that. But yeah, for sure. For the most part, I thought it was a pretty exciting free agency day. Some surprises for sure. Mm-hmm. And some ones that we like didn't understand why that team may have signed that particular player. And, you know, so very, very, very interesting second day of free agency. Today's the second day of free agency for the NFL, right? Because it started on, it started on Monday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's your takeaway from it? Well, I mean, I wasn't too surprised on a lot of the signings. Um, obviously, with the Tom Brady thing, I was surprised because I had predicted that he was going to stay with New England. And I know you had predicted um, uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, you know, I wasn't too surprised on the fact on, on a lot of the signings. But a lot of the trades was what really shocked me. Oh, right. Andre Hopkins to Arizona, first of all. Congratulations to Arizona. Not only did they get DeAndre Hopkins, who, in my opinion, right now is the best receiver in the game. He's got the best hands. And that guy just finds ways to get open. He's not even the fastest dude. I mean, he's not slow, but he's he's just got he he just has a knack for getting the ball in his hands, no matter what. It doesn't matter if he's double, triple, covered, whatever it is, he knows how to get the ball. And what's really crazy is he really reminds me a lot of a Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald, also on the Arizona Cardinals, is probably on his last year, in my opinion. And so now you have a successor in DeAndre Hopkins, who, again, we just said, could potentially... I mean, if you don't agree that he's the top receiver in, in the NFL, you could agree at least that he's top three. Minimum, right. So, so for you... For Arizona to get Larry to have Larry Fitzgerald still, you have DeAndre Hopkins and you have Kyler Murray. I mean, all you need as a running back is Kenyon Drake, and they threw the franchise tag on him. So, mm-hmm. I think Arizona did did an amazing job. And if you're Houston, you're really pissed off that you didn't call Buffalo first because Buffalo <laughs> gave up so much. To get they gave up, Diggs. They gave up their future for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's a good move for the Bills, and I'm sure it's – I mean, I think Diggs is going to be a little bit happier with Josh Allen because Allen will probably make it known that he's going to throw to Diggs a lot. So right. that's what Diggs really wanted. So, I mean, good for the Bills to make that move. Um, you know, I think that's a little – little much but you know (laughs) if it works out we're we're not going to be talking about oh what they gave up right um but i'm with you i think the i think the quarterbacks on the move was was a big surprise um you know you mentioned teddy bridgewater to the panthers um i think the carolina panthers did a good job i think Mm -hmm. they need to get rid of cam newton because he hasn't been right for the last two years right you have a new head coach you have all this change that's coming on coming along why not start with a new quarterback mm-hmm. um, I love Cam Newton I know there are people who don't like Cam Newton who don't believe in him that's fine because you know what he hasn't won a Super Bowl so you know as of right now you're right he he hasn't won the big game but I do think that Cam Newton obviously is still going to have a tremendous um, following from all these different teams who are going to want to get him um, I've I personally think if you're the Chicago Bears, you need to make a trade for him. And I think you need to do it now Um, because Cam Newton is going to be on a mission 
And if you're the Chicago Bears, who actually have a really good team, they, they just signed, what, Jimmy Graham and Robert Quinn? They signed Robert Quinn to a big contract. Yeah, they did. Right but now. they've got a heck of a defensive player to go alongside Khalil Mack. So yes, and then you have Danny addition. Nathan, who is, a, who is a fantastic linebacker, such an underrated uh, linebacker. They let go of Floyd, who was a former first-round pick from them, who was a good edge mm-hmm. rusher. But when they got Robert Quinn, you know, you can make that move. Mm-hmm. So I think if the Bears really go after Cam Newton, you need to watch out for Chicago because I don't think Green Bay is going to be what they were this year. I think they're going to take a step back, maybe not huge step back, but um, you know they might go from eleven to eleven and five to ten and six, mm-hmm. and then um, I'm not even going to talk about the Detroit Lions. <laughs> and, and they're, on a, the they're on a bye year. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Minnesota Vikings now. I still like that team because they got a really good defense. Um, I believe I'm going to check this right now, but um, I'm pretty confident that they um, signed an extension with um, Kirk Cousins. They did. Yeah. Another two years. Okay. So, um, you know, I think Kirk Cousins worked really well, even with Diggs or without Diggs. So I think they've proven and they can probably draft a receiver this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the receiving core in this draft is deep. So I don't think they're too worried. They still have a really good defense. They kind of um, – they franchise tag Anthony Harris, the safety, and um, uh, the team placed a second-round tender on uh, Eric Wilson, the linebacker. So they, they've made some moves to the defense, and they always try and shore up that defense. So I really think that um, – you know, this is going to be a, a tough division to win, but uh, I, I really think if the Bears really want to be contenders in the, you know, and try and make the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. I think go after Cam Newton. I think uh, I think he's going to make a world of difference compared to Mitchell Trubisky. So um, that's my takeaway on on uh, some of the stuff that we saw. Um, yeah, I know you kind of mentioned a little bit about the uh, Raiders signings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why don't you tell um, the lovely folks who are listening to this? Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone, um, you know, the signings you liked and the signings you were texting me, um, you know, saying a lot of profanity. <laughs> you make it sound like I curse. Like, well, I was pretty upset about it. I'm not going to lie about that. Well, just one of them that I just didn't understand was Jason Witten. Um, you know, I just feel like we didn't need an aging tight end. We have Waller, and I'm not saying that we don't need a backup tight end, but well, we have Foster Moreau. That was the other thing that yeah. I was scratching my head. And on. I, but I think also too though we treat him like more of a fullback than we do as a true tight end. But even still though, we did have mm-hmm. somebody who who's pretty decent. I would say not maybe maybe not obviously a veteran like Witten, but I I just don't know. I mean, he is literally the slowest player outside of maybe an O lineman. And even still, I think O linemen are blowing past him. Um, And the only thing, like, like I said, that we're, that we're really getting is veteran leadership and maybe a a mature veteran in the locker room for the young guys. Yeah. It's really the only thing I can think of. Um, Another one that you and I kind of didn't really agree with, but you know, it is business. So it is what it is, is the Mariota deal. Um, you know, I know that you're not 100% on it. I'm definitely not on board with it, but I get it. Like, you know, it's basically just a, I think a couple of analysts I heard were saying that it's kind of like the Tannehill project effect, you know, where you put a former 
high draft pick starting quarterback on your um, on your backup roster, and then when your quote unquote franchise quarterback doesn't do so hot, then you just plug them right in, and then you know watch them just be hungrier than obviously the quote unquote franchise quarterback, and then take over kind of like what Tannehill did. But you know who knows if we'll ever see that again. But you know that's uh, that's one of the things that uh, that we can expect. Um, another one of the Raiders signings that you and I both like was uh, Carl Nasby. Um, Nassib. Nassib. He got signed. Um, Corey Littleton, you and I were both really excited about because we definitely needed a, a really good linebacker, and he's definitely yeah. one of the he's definitely one of the smart ones out there that really understands uh, offenses and he does his homework so he can help lead the guys on defense. One stat I did want to say about Corey Littleton, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. He had 26 pass deflect deflections last year, mm-hmm. and it was the most by any linebacker the past three years. So, I mean, not only is he an impact as a, as a guy who has, you know, who has the smarts, who can read offenses really well, um, he's a great tackler. He's a good uh, run stopper. He also can cover. And that is a big thing that the Raiders have missed at the linebacking position probably since 2002. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember a linebacker actually being able to cover anyone. And so this to get a Corey Littleton is a huge, huge hole to fill that, mm-hmm. we had, that we've had for years. So um, that was just one stat that I wanted to bring up. That I, That's mm-hmm. why I was so stoked to have Corey Littleton sign with the Raiders because yeah. – um, you know, not only, you know, the Rams really can't afford him, and that's really why they let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a huge hole that we had that was filled just by signing one player. Yeah. Another good signing I think uh you and I really liked was um was Malik Collins. He yeah. we signed him. Uh he's a nose tackle, uh former mm-hmm. former nose tackle for the Cowboys and of course we have Rob Marinelli as our new defensive coordinator so of course there's a relationship there so he I really like him I think he'll be really good in the interior Mm -hmm. Um, especially um, you know you have Crosby coming on the outside I think he'll be really good Um, uh, there was another linebacker that we signed I believe he was from the Lions if I'm not mistaken from Uh, the Bears the Bears and um, his first name is Nick (laughs) I don't know I cannot pronounce his last name Drew you're gonna have to take the wheel on that one Winkowski Kwiatkowski. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't have a bowling ball folks. He's just, <laughs> he's from Chicago <laughs> anyways. So um, his uh, 2019 stats, according to ESPN.com are 76 tackles, three sacks and an interception in eight starts. So he's a young player. He's very durable. It doesn't say he's missed a game in his three years so far. So that's mm-hmm. a really positive thing. Cause we had a lot of injuries at linebacker that really slowed down our defense. And, you know, even though we had a really good run defense last season, uh, towards the end of the season, we couldn't hold anybody because, again, we had a lot of injuries. So um, I know I'm missing a couple of them, Drew. Who, uh, for the rest of the folks, uh, who are some of the other players that I'm missing here? Well, you you basically all. named everyone except for one person. Uh, we signed a safety Jeff Jeff Heath okay. um, from, from Cow- also right. from the Cowboys. Okay, um, He's a decent safety. Um, I think because I um, the uh, Carl Joseph is a free agent, so um, I it didn't seem like we were going to re-sign him. Um, so I think getting Jeff Heath is he's another hard hitter. 
Um, he's a pretty smart safety, mm-hmm. so I think he'll be a good um, – I would say more of a – he would be a good teacher mm-hmm. for Jonathan Abram. And um, I like Jeff Heath. I think he's a good player. Um, we got him cheap, you know, two-year deal, $8 million. So, I mean, $4 million a year is nothing, especially, mm-hmm. you know, for a safety. Yeah. Um, you know, I – I look at all the signings. I'm not I'm not on board with Marcus Mariota. Like you said though, I mean I do understand it is a business. We do need a backup quarterback. But I feel like we're putting too much money in the in the quarterback position where we could just draft a guy and it be less money and you could develop a guy and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But here's the thing. A lot of people are saying, Well, um, who loved Marcus Mariota coming out of the draft? Well, it was our GM. And so Mike Mayock is is a fan of Marcus Mariota. I think he sees potential. I think uh, Gruden enjoys Mariota as well because he has that running aspect. And I think it's a little different than Carr. Carr can run, but obviously not like Mariota. And I think what they're trying to go for is if Carr does go down or – Let's say Carr really has a bad – starts off the year really bad, and so they throw Mariota. Mariota is a completely different or completely opposite quarterback of Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr's got a really strong arm. Uh, Derek Carr is very accurate. Um, and then when you throw in Marcus Mariota, he's um, he's a good quarterback. He's not going to really you know give you the deep ball throws that you want. Um, he's not a guy who – um, you know, can make plays with his arm all the time, but he is a guy who can make plays with his legs and he's going to go for the short stuff a lot. Um, and he works really well with tight ends. So I'm hence the signing of Jason Witten and having Darren Waller and, and Foster Moreau. So it's not that we don't understand, but I think you're spending too much money on Marcus Mariota. Um, and they haven't completely... Well, they agreed to terms on a contract, but they haven't brought out the money yet. They haven't said what the terms are. Um, but I just think you're going to put too much money in a, in a backup quarterback where you could go cheaper in the draft. Jason Witten, you don't need, other than maybe just trying to get a, a veteran presence, like you were saying. I mean, I, I just don't think it makes sense in, in the Raiders' uh, perspective in that. But, you know, listen. Mayock has done a great job so far. This is his second year. This is going to be his second draft. So, I mean, he obviously has made it work. I mean, the Raiders were so close of of, uh, making the playoffs this year. So, I mean, I'm not going to completely rule out these players, but I'm just going to sit here and scratch my head and go, "I, I don't understand it, you know, maybe something that I'm seeing that they do see. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to bring this up because we did get Nick Kwiatkowski, and that's that one's still hard, um, <laughs> and Corey Littleton. I was curious, what do you think the Raiders are going to go for in the draft at pick 19? Because I know for me, I felt like pick 12, they were going receiver, and then pick 19, they were going to go linebacker. Mm-hmm. Now they've signed two linebackers. So do you think they go 
receiver 12 because I know you thought receiver 12 as well. Mm-hmm. But do you think they're going a different route than linebacker? Um, yeah, but I think they're going defense, though. I think they're going to go with uh, a cornerback preferred because we don't really have a reliable DB. You and I both agreed we should maybe flip that, you know, a second round pick or a third round pick, or, you know, if it's going to take a first round pick to get Darius Slay from, from uh, Detroit, I would yeah. do that. I would flip, yeah. I would flip a first round pick for uh, Slay and maybe an additional third round pick from them in this year or next year's draft. And I think that'd be great because we definitely need some sort of number one lockdown cornerback. Um, so, you know, if we're going to go through the draft to get a cornerback, I think that's where we take our 19th pick. I don't know about linebacker. I think we may, now that we have two starters, we're probably going to wait to the later rounds. Like I know that we have two or three picks in the third round. So we're probably going to go there for some defensive help, uh, which is what we've normally done in the last few drafts. Um, a lot, like I think Crosby was a third round pick. Um, Fourth round fourth round last last Mm -hmm. season or last uh, year's draft so what it looks like is Gruden and Mayock like to go and I think the Raiders in general have done this is the last two to three seasons they've gone defense later in the rounds and they actually find some really good really good gyms and Mm -hmm. uh, they pan out pretty well so I think I think this 19th pick is going to be definitely defense I'm saying cornerback but I really hope we flip it for a number one cornerback like Darius Slay I think that'd be a really good I think that'd be a better option for us than in the draft. I really should have said this in in the uh in the uh pre uh pre um what do you, what do you call it? pre-meeting before the show. Uh-huh. Um because I really wanted to say, yeah, I I would like to trade that pick to get Darius Slay, but you stole it, so it's not my idea. You're welcome. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you. I, I would I would really love to see Darius Slay, um, you know, as a Raider. I think, and a lot of people are already, like, flipping out because on his, I believe it's his Twitter. No. Yeah, his Twitter. Um, on, the back, on the background picture, it's him in the Oakland Coliseum. But he's from Oakland, isn't he? Uh, that I am not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I- Everyone, it seems like, is from Oakland, so there's always some sort of tide with the Raiders. Yeah. But, I, but uh, I mean, I would I would love to have Darius Slay. I think uh, Slay would fill a big need, and I think he would really, really help out Trayvon Mullen because I love Mullen. Um, he, w- he was fantastic last year when he had to come in and play, um, and I thought he did a great job. I was so happy to see Garyon Connolly go, and we ended up, starting Mullen and it looked like we should have started Mullen from the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm very happy with him and he's still a young cat though. Um, I know I saw that he did work out, uh, starting this off season with, uh, Chad Johnson or for some people who don't know, uh, Chad Ochocinco. So, um, you know, which is, which is good. I mean, uh, Chad, he still is in shape. I mean, it's not like he's not so, Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a he was a great receiver when you know he was in his prime. So yeah, you know he can definitely teach him some things. Um, and so I, I'm really looking forward to this year watching how uh, Mullen progresses. But you know to have Slay on the other side, I think would really help. Mm-hmm. Now, if we don't get Slay, then I agree with you. Uh, get a cornerback or well, really a DB. 
Um, I noticed uh, there's a DB out of Florida that a lot of people have been having the Raiders draft. So Mm -hmm. uh, that that might be an option. I mean, if we could kind of trade up a little bit to try and get Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, I really, really like that kid. I would love to get him, but I don't know how we would trade up, um, you know, or who would who we would give up. Um, so I don't think that's realistic. But I've also kind of floated the idea. If we have both picks, you could get Jerry Judy, right? On your 19th pick, why not? If C.D. Lamb is still there, get mm. C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. or Henry Ruggs. That way you get the at least two out of the three receivers that everyone was talking about that the Raiders are going to draft, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that would be really interesting because then, you know, you could, even if you did that, you could still sign um, a Robbie Anderson if you still really wanted to. Mm-hmm. So you could have Ruggs as a return guy for a while and probably a, a a slot guy every now and then. You can have Tyrell Williams, and because of his injury history, um, you wouldn't have to play him every single down. You could have Judy in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you have Hunter, Hunter, Renfro, Hunter Renfro, good Lord. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously um, you still, you know, Judy and Ruggs, you can plug in whenever and, you know, I think that's a good receiving core. Um, you know, it's something if I'm the Raiders, I might think about, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think Mayock, um, if he was going to sign Robbie Anderson, I think he would get one um, one receiver and then um, he would get um, and then he would go defense. So. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just think it would be very interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. A lot of the defensive guys I like um, are really in the top of the draft, um, and then there's some good there's some good talent in later in the draft. So I think if the Raiders were going to go defense, I think they would go later in the draft. So mm-hmm. I think that 19th pick is going to be very interesting to watch because um, it could be really good. Mm-hmm. be really good really interesting to see what the Raiders want to do yeah um, I know a lot of people are saying that um, you know maybe Mariota the uh, you know signing Mariota they would trade either the 12th pick or the 19th pick and possibly Derek Carr and you could go after Tua I don't think they're going to do that I think no. that is a I think that is a big stretch it's a long shot I mean if Tua drops to one of those I mean, so what you're, what do you, what would, who would you flip him for to the Dolphins or you think we, well, cause I guess the Lions are at three, right? To. Because why, why would the, you would have to go to the fifth pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I don't get. I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of that where they want the Raiders to basically trade up for Tua or do like a, um, like an Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers type deal where, Joe um, doesn't you know, you agree that you're going to trade, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, nothing. You were saying the Eli Manning uh, scenario. And I said, well, that means, I mean, Joe Burrows is the presumable number one pick. He would have to not go. And I don't think he's going to Las Vegas. That's a No, I mean, because Eli didn't want to be drafted by the Chargers. And then um, the Chargers and the Giants made a deal. They were like, okay, well, we're going to draft Eli Manning and you guys draft Phillip Rivers and we'll swap those picks. And that's what they did. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's the only scenario I can see them actually doing that would be like, hey, Miami, um, we'll, you know, we'll give you whatever our 12th pick is and you guys give us uh, your fifth pick. I, like, I don't know. I, I really don't know how they would do that, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think this whole Raiders to get to a thing is probably more smoke than there is fire. Yeah, I just I don't, it's not realistic to me. Yeah. The only way we would maybe go after Tua would be um if he drops in the draft, but I, I don't see him dropping. I just don't. Yeah, I mean even even, even me still, I wasn't I very see I wasn't very high on Tua until after the Injury update, and even still, I mean, some part of me is a little iffy, but I don't even think he'll fall that far. Even at 12, at best-case scenario, there's no way he falls that far. There's just no way. I think I think people are just trying to make stories, um, to be honest. I, I, I don't think Tua works with the Raiders, and I think, honestly, I, I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, they're not completely sold on Carr, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, they like Carr. He fits what John Gruden does. John Gruden has said time and time again that Derek Carr is his quarterback. No question. And, and yet he signed the Derek only qu- the only question that they that they say is Mike Mayock. They don't know how they how he feels about him. And there's reports mm-hmm. that he doesn't like him. He came out and said, "I love Derek Carr." Um, he's saying that you know we're going to evaluate every position. So everyone's like, "Well, you usually don't have to evaluate the quarterback position if you like him." Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, if you're Tom Brady. You don't have to evaluate your quarterback situation. If you're Peyton Manning, yeah. If you're Drew Brees, you don't have to evaluate it. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, yeah. Look at the Cowboys, for God's sakes. They're, they're still evaluating Dak Prescott. <laughs> they <laughs> signed him to a franchise tag because they still have no idea what they want to do with him. I just, like, think that's them. I just think that's the Cowboys being dumb, though. They, they need to sign him already. But that's yeah. another, well, that's there, is, there still is a chance. They, could, they said he could still sign... I believe until July, they can still actually come to terms. So technically he has the franchise tag, but they could sign him to an extension um, mm-hmm. by July. Otherwise, um, he would go into free agency next year. So, you know, we'll see. I guess there is still time, but I just, I'm with you. I think, I think the whole Dak Prescott thing is just, it, they're just like trying to be like, well, should we go, should we do this? Should we do that? Listen, Dak has worked for you. Why are you getting rid of it? Mm-hmm. You know, he helped. Actually, he looked good with Amari Cooper. Ezekiel Elliott had a really good year. Why mess with it? Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're not, you don't see Dak Prescott as, as, a, as a Drew Brees talent or a Peyton Manning talent or a Tom Brady talent. Okay, not many people are. Those are only three guys, you know? Mm-hmm. And those are rare. No one thought Drew Brees was going to be Drew Brees. No one thought Tom Brady was going to be Tom Brady. The mm-hmm. only person you could argue would be Peyton Manning, and it took him a little while to really get where he's at now. Yeah. So, listen, Dak Prescott, he's going to work. He's going to work hard. He's not the greatest arm talent, but you know what? He is a smart quarterback. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got on the Cowboys when I was talking about the Raiders. I blame well, you. Well, you know, we did sign a lot of – yeah, well, I did say something about Daft Prescott not being signed, and then you kind of just went down a rabbit hole. So very quick, very quickly, though, it's your fault. Get out of it, your fault. Yeah, your fault. Well, while I have you uh, thinking of other teams, then what team do you think? Uh, what team do you think uh, had the best signing then today? 
best signing today? Oh mm-hmm. man. I don't know. Um well I mean you seem to you seem to know who you have, so why don't you go first? Okay. Uh one of the signings I think well there's two signings that I'm that I love the most um from a couple of teams. One of them was Chicago Bears getting Robert Quinn. I I really think that he is a great defensive player and to have him alongside Cleo Mack, um, I think just makes that defense even scarier. Uh, and you can make an argument that they'll they'll probably be probably jockeying for first place in that division next to the Packers. Um, and I think their defense is going to do it for them. I think though, I agree with you though. They, um, I think the Bears need to trade for Newton um, because there's just no way that Mitchell Trubisky gets them over the top. Um, I think you know, I think that they realize that Trubisky is not going to pan out the way he thought, and so they're they probably need to look for a, a, another option, whether that's free agency or the draft or, you know, you know, like you mentioned, Cam Newton's out there. So, you know, potential trade there could be very interesting. I think that'd be a really good team to have them. Um, another team that I liked, and um, I really like the Titans signing Vic Beasley Jr. Um, I like him as a linebacker. I know that he was injured last season, so him going to the Titans is more of a wild card because you don't know if you're getting the – uh, Beasley of the Falcons where he was basically their the harder their defense or if you're getting the uh, you know broken down injured Beasley but I think I like the gamble on it for the Titans because uh, you know Mike Vrabel has really gotten that defense really stout and I think adding Beasley just helps it even more especially in the linebacker those are the two signings I really 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 like the most um, and yeah that's so those those two um but to talk about Cam Newton for a second, I actually think a good spot for him would be the Redskins back with Ron Rivera. Um, you know, Ron Rivera gave an interview to first take uh, when he first got hired on at the Redskins and couldn't talk highly, couldn't talk any more highly about Cam Newton. And now that mm-hmm. Cam Newton basically was given permission for a trade that he didn't even ask for, <laughs> I think the Redskins would probably be a really good option for him considering you have Dwayne Haskins, who if you're really not sure how he's going to pan out, you can get Cam Newton in there to kind of, be someone that he can, um, you know, kind of play under. And I wouldn't say Cam Newton's like a role model, but, I mean, he's a really good quarterback. They're essentially the same size. They, they do similar yeah. things. Haskins may not be a mobile quarterback as much as Newton, but, you know, the, what Newton has learned and how he picks up Ron Rivera's office, he can definitely pass that off to Haskins, and I think it gets Haskins some time to kind of develop a little bit more. And then, you know, Cam Newton, I think, is a really underrated quarterback, and I know that you're you've always been in love with him because I think four years in a row you've drafted Cam Newton in your fantasy football team, and all four years he's let you down. But anyways, that not all said, four years. Okay, that being <laughs> that being said, though, I agree. Cam Newton is a special talent when healthy and given the right opportunity, and I think um, I think he helps the Redskins. I think that makes more of a sense because of again his former coach and uh, basically how the Redskins are built. I just want to let you know, I had him in 2015. Uh, what year was that? Oh, that's right, his MVP year. So, just, just. A hey, hey Andrew, there. some quick math. How long was uh? How long was that? I don't know, four or five years. What was that? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you, sir. Can you speak into the microphone? Audio is trailing off. Niner in there? <laughs> no. <it> was... <laughs> Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No, it was cool. Joe Montagna. I said Joe Montagna. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, all right we're we're going on a tangent again um your fault again of course of course um so, 
Um, one of the big free agents, I guess you can't really call it a free agent signing, but um, I really like it anyway. I like that the Kansas City Chiefs um, franchise tag Chris Jones. I think mm-hmm. that's a really um, that's a really big thing for the Chiefs. Um, that's someone who really came up big when they needed him to. Um, now again, they're not the best defense. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to argue that, but um, you know, he he's a tremendous player, and um, I I really I just I love his game. I really was hoping he was going to go to free agency, and um, I was really hoping that the Raiders would have a chance to get him, but. Um, you know, he, he stays with the Chiefs, so we got Malik uh, Collins, who's, you know, a really good player as well. I'm not saying he's he's a downgrade. Just, I really like Chris Jones. Yeah. Um, Vic Beasley is a really good one. Um, you know, with, with a Titans team that always, always produces really good defenses, I think he's going to fit right in. So mm-hmm. I really like that you brought him up. I, I actually really like. Um, and I think he got – he he's pretty cheap. Um, the Redskins signed Kendall Fuller. I really like Kendall Fuller. He's not – again, he's not the greatest cornerback, but he's a really good cornerback. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a better fit for the Redskins. But also, I think he's better talent-wise, and he's more in his prime than what Josh Norman was. Mm-hmm. So Norman, he's actually in Buffalo now. And um, Washington get gets Ken, Kendall Fuller. I, I need to stop tripping over my tongue. Kendall Fuller. Um, and I think that's a really good signing. I think that's one of those signings that is very under the radar, but is going to really work out for the Redskins. So, um, And I think that's interesting that you brought up um, Cam Newton going to the Redskins. I think... Um, it's a good it it'd be a great fit first of all. The only thing is we don't know what they're going to do with Alex Smith. And um that's going to be the determining factor because if they're going to keep Alex Smith that might throw a wrench into some things. Um because when he comes back, you know, are you going to try and trade him? Are you going to try and keep him? Are you, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of things so I think that you're going to see what they do with Alex Smith is then what they're going to be able to do. But I do like Cam Newton going to Washington. That would be very interesting to stay with Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he had a lot of success with Ron Rivera. And then you get, um, like you said, the the body type is similar. Obviously, um, Dwayne Haskins is not a runner at all. <laughs> um so that is a little bit different, but like you said, he does know the offense, Newton, and so he mm-hmm. can really help him learn. Um, so I think that's very interesting, and I and I like that you brought that up because what we were talking about is I was saying there might be a potential that the Redskins at number two take a quarterback instead of taking Chase Young. Mm-hmm. I think if they were to do that or if they were planning on getting um, uh, Cam Newton or – not even Cam Newton, maybe another quarterback who is still available. Um, I think it would be very interesting. Um, then I think you could say Chase Young is definitely a lock for number two. There's no question about it. And then they already have a quarterback that they that they want to get. So um, I think that's a really, really um, a good point by you and, and um, something that I think if you 
are a football fanatic, that is definitely something you need to um, watch out for. Mm -hmm. Um, Another signing I really did want to bring up was Randall Cobb to the Texans. I mean, you lose Hopkins and then you go after Randall Cobb. I mean, talk about a win. That's that's the same thing, right? That's the same thing. Randall Cobb, who they saw. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Cody. Oh my Say it God. with a straight face. Say it with Cody. a straight face. Cody, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious here, man. <laughs> did you did you know? Did you know that they signed him to a three year deal? Not just a one year deal, man. It's a three year deal. Okay. Listen, Randall. Is he Cobb, the number one option now? He's he's gotta be. You're gonna have Will Fuller who's who's gonna break down in game three. I mean, the first half, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the all. Okay, listen. Randall Cobb is is a decent player. He and he's he's a good he's a good veteran leader. But I mean, Texans what they yeah. signed him to a 3-year, 27 million dollar contract and that 18 and 3 quarters of that of that million is guaranteed. So it sounds like it's a 2-year deal with a player option for 3. I mean, so I just, yeah, it, it blows my mind. Um, no, but f- f- in, in all seriousness, I really think the Colts, this, this trade that they did, they gave up the 13th pick to the 49ers and they got DeForest Buckner um, from, from the Niners. I think is a really good trade. I think that is something that now they can, now they don't have to worry about D tackle. Uh, they just have to worry about. They still need a defensive lineman. Um, they're going to need a tight end because they lost. Um, uh, oh man, I had his name in my head. Um, shoot, the guy who was former, who was a former lion. Oh man, that's going to kill me. Um, and they do need a receiver, and I think in a bad way because I do like Zach Pascal. I think he was he was serviceable, but T. Y. Hilton was their offense, and then when he when he got injured, it really hurt them. Mm-hmm. And Phillip Rivers, especially now, he kind of needs a little more of that receiving playmaking skill. So um, there's some really good receivers in this draft that they can get later. Was um, Eric so I, Ebron the one you were thinking of? Eric Ebron. Thank you. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Google. God. <laughs> I'm calling you Google. Sorry. That's fine. That's I, didn't fine. That I can't pronounce a name, but I'll I'll look it up for you. <laughs> Eric Ebron, <laughs> Eon, Eon, Eron. So I think DeForest Buckner going to the Colts, I think is a really good trade. I think a lot of people were overreacting. They're like, I can't believe the Colts gave up their first round pick. Listen, it's not like, yes, you would love to have one of those top picks every single year, but you also don't want to suck. So to get DeForest Buckner, they, they also signed uh, Anthony Costanzo, uh, an offensive tackle uh, to a two-year uh, contract, and then you get Philip Rivers. So not only are you protecting Philip Rivers, you got a playmaker on defense. Now you can go to the draft. You can get some playmaking receivers that you can get later in the draft. You don't have to get in the first round, um, and um, you can really shore up your, your defense and your offensive line um, in the later picks. So I think the Colts are are set up really nicely. Um, you know, I think Crimea Rivers isn't is still not going to do much. I hope, um, but, uh, but you know, I, I do like what the Colts uh, have done. I think they've, um, they've looked and they have assessed. And you know what? 
here's the thing. They didn't like just jump like, oh, you know, we need it. We need to get the the top quarterback. So let's try and trade up. They were like, here, let's just drop in the draft. What we need, we can get later. Mm-hmm. So let's go after someone who's a good defensive player that fills a need. DeForest Buckner fills a need. Yeah. Yeah, a couple other free agent notables that I'll say, and this is from the Browns side, is they signed Case Keenum and they signed Austin Hooper. So we'll see how that goes. And, you know, if let's see if they win now eight games to get them closer to being a playoff team. Uh, you know, because, again, they have all these great ta- – they have all this great talent, but they don't have uh, – <laughs> they can't just can't seem to win. So, yeah. you know, poor you – know- it's like they have every they have all the talent in the world to get them over the top and yet they have no leadership to help them out and they they um they signed uh cream hunt they placed a second round tender on him so, really um technically huh. they still have cream hunt so huh. okay um, that's, that's interesting. That's, i didn't think they would do yeah. that i thought that he had another off-field issue but well i mean they still could let him go they just have to get rid of a, a second round pick but but you know when you have nick chubb i you know it might be worth it. Um, or they might try and be packaging him into like an Odell Beckham Jr. type uh, type trade. So, which wouldn't surprise me because when you sign Austin Hooper to that big of a deal, mm-hmm. um, you know, to maybe free up some cap space for maybe more offensive line, offensive linemen, I think uh, that might be beneficial. But um, they did sign Jack Conklin, who I, I think is a really good signing. So uh, that's definitely going to help out Baker for sure. Uh, you know what? He's still got to throw the ball to these guys that open. It doesn't really matter who's blocking. He got he has to get the ball out of his hands. So I think there was some games where we literally saw where no no protection breakdown. He just scrambled out of the pocket for no reason, and then um, that was it. So you know he just he he really needs a really good quarterback coach that'll teach him to have anticipation in the pocket and to be able to. Um, you know, read the defense better um, because you know what? I have really high hopes for Baker Mayfield. He showed really good promise in his second year uh, or in his first year, excuse me, uh, the second half of his first year. And then all of a sudden it seems like year two, it couldn't have gone any worse. I mean, some flashes here and there, but honestly with the amount of talent, the expectations, what all was uh, expected, totally underwhelmed. And unfortunately they, they were still the Browns. Like it's the, they almost uh, proved to everybody that you can put lipstick on a pig, but at the end of the day, it's still a pig. You know, you don't, you, you're not, you're not changing anything. So, man, it took you a while to get to a dad joke. It's still early. We ha- we have one more show after this. <laughs> well, yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. You still got to make those throws for sure. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it, it it's been crazy the free agency. Um, but I really like it. I like a lot of the quarterbacks being moved. I think it yeah. it makes the NFL free agency a lot more interesting. Um, and, you know, it's like the NBA free agency is so awesome that when NFL comes, it's usually not so good because, you know, the top players are usually the quarter or, you know, the big names are the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You don't see them move a lot. So this year having a lot of the quarterbacks move and a lot of big name quarterbacks, um, you know, it's definitely made this a lot more interesting. And yeah. it's going to make the draft super interesting because you're like, oh, shoot. Well, we signed this guy, so what are they going to do? In the, you know, like we were talking about with the Raiders. So, right. Really, really good stuff. Interesting. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, everyone. 
thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Man, I'm so glad we still got to talk about sports. Um, you know, I didn't even have to do my hair today because, uh, you know, I'm trapped in the house all day. So that was nice. That quarantine <laughs> life. Yeah, that quarantine life. Uh, hey, guys, uh, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is at Drew Code Sports Talk. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, like and, and comment on our videos. Also, uh, like and review on our podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your uh, podcast from. Please subscribe and rate and review. We Everything is appreciated. Also, go to our website, which is DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. And uh, if you have any questions for us or you have a question that you want us to answer uh, on the show, please email us. Um, we have uh, Cody and I's uh, email on there. So feel free. We would love to hear from you. And we have, we're have we trying to get all of our content on the website as well. So we are working on that. So everyone, and stay tuned uh, later this week because we actually have a new segment uh, which is called Two Bays in a Pod um, and it is going to be completely different so go and listen to it so you can figure out what we're going to be doing so Cody man this was great it was awesome so anyways happy quarantine day everybody good luck stay safe <laughs> wash your hands good night <laughs>